0: Next, on the 5 O'Clock Report.
1: All faculty members, this is not who we are. Feel
0: free to practice their faith. These Palestinians are trapped. He knew that he owed this money. Mail-in voting
2: has upset the
3: Apple card. The camera turns on, Bear comes right on in, and just walks up and just paws it down. And was like,
4: yeah, nope.
0: Now, let's go to the newsroom.
4: Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life news anchor Sarah Harnish. We start with a major ruling on New York's gun laws. Family Life's Mark Webster has the story.
3: Yeah, it came down unexpectedly this afternoon after months in front of a federal appeals court. The Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against some of the more controversial parts of last year's so-called Concealed Carry Improvement Act, aimed at cutting down on mass shootings, though gun rights advocates say it only strips rights away from law-abiding citizens. Today, judges ruled it's not okay to require applicants to disclose their social media accounts. They also struck down the provision that bans possession in any house of worship. However, the court said it was okay to require applicants to show good moral character and disclose the names of their family members on a permit application, so the majority of the CCIA will remain in effect. Mark Webster, Family Life News.
4: Thank you, Mark. President Biden is on his way to Las Vegas. He's expected to address the mass shooting that happened earlier this week at UNLV. Three were killed at the hands of a college professor who was turned down for a job there. Police say he had a list of people he was looking for when he entered that building.
1: All of the deceased victims
4: were located inside of the building and are all faculty members at the university. Final exams have been canceled because of the attack. Federal charges have been brought against a 28-year-old Muslim man accused of firing a gun two times outside a synagogue in Albany, New York. It happened just hours before the start of Hanukkah. Governor Hochul's responded. This is not who we are. This must stop. To the south in New York City, Mayor Eric Adams led a unity rally today.
0: No New Yorker should ever feel targeted because of who they are or what they believe. And our communities must feel at home, feel safe, and feel free to practice their faith.
4: In the Middle East, the U.S. has blocked the U.N. Security Council's demand for an immediate ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. This reporter's in Tel Aviv watching what's going on. Hundreds
0: of thousands of displaced Palestinians have been pushed toward the border with Egypt, but that's raised fears in Egypt of a mass exodus of Palestinian refugees into the Sinai Peninsula, so the Egyptians have actually sealed off the border, and in effect, these Palestinians are trapped.
4: Israel says it has set up a safe zone in southern Gaza for refugees that can't get out. Former President Trump is under a gag order again, this time over his case in Washington, D.C. Another
2: legal blow to former President Trump. The appeals court here in Washington has reinstated some of the key components of the gag order in his 2020 election conspiracy criminal case. Trump and his attorneys, again, are no longer permitted to make public statements targeting potential witnesses in the case. Special Counsel Jack Smith's staff and their families families and the court staff.
4: It's not going so great for Hunter Biden today either. Hunter Biden's lawyer says the indictment of the president's son on tax charges is because of Republicans. But legal analyst Rebecca Royfe says it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with the three felony charges that he's facing. One of, the, I think, the striking things about the indictment is how well it lays out that he knew that he owed this money and yet repeatedly, consistently failed to pay it and instead use the money um, for his own personal lavish lifestyle. A new poll out this afternoon shows abortion likely affected the last election cycle in Pennsylvania. Franklin and Marshall College released it a few hours ago, and it shows Democrats had the advantage because of abortion. Southeast and South Central PA had an unusually dramatic increase in Democratic voters. It is the first election since the nationwide overturning of Roe versus Wade in 2022. there may be new hope for sickle cell anemia sufferers, gene therapy. The FDA has approved two gene therapies that target sickle cell disease, one of which is the first commercially available treatment in the United States based on gene editing technology. The treatments are approved for patients 12 and older. The disease attacks the blood. It looks like a lot of people have gotten an early holiday present, a job. The November employment numbers show 199,000 of them were added last month, and the unemployment rate fell to 37 and a science teacher in Buffalo, New York, is being hailed a hero for jumping into action to save the life of a complete stranger. James Damon was driving on Interstate 190 Tuesday when he noticed a motorist acting erratically. It turns out the driver was suffering from a drug overdose. Damon got her to pull over and then administered first aid until paramedics arrived.
3: If he wouldn't have been out and engaging in that, I don't think we'd have the same outcome. We signed up for this. Um, You know, an everyday citizen driving by doesn't necessarily
4: do that. Buffalo police gave the woman Narcan, and she's currently in stable condition at the hospital. When asked if he's a hero, James Damon said this.
0: No, no, I'm I'm just a regular guy. I'm just a teacher. I'm just trying to do what anyone would do for my loved ones, I would hope.
4: James Damon is a former basketball coach in Buffalo, and that's how he knew how to do CPR. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a close look at what's going on in Harrisburg and Albany from a biblical worldview, and the bear that's been knocking outdoor yard decorations to the ground. But first, weather with Kevin Williams.
5: Here is your family life weather forecast for the night tonight. Partly cloudy, low temps, 30s and low 40s. Tomorrow we will trail mostly cloudy, mild, a little breezy for some, high into the 50s. Rain will reach areas near Lake Erie tomorrow night, spread east on Sunday. Sunny high temperatures in the 50s, but tumble later in the day. They'll flip that rain to snow and risk significant accumulations over higher elevations, particularly across central New York and northeast Pennsylvania, come Sunday night, Monday morning.
4: Thank you, Kevin. It is Friday, December 8th, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. It's time now for our weekly Capital Connection feature. Bob Price, Jason McGuire, and Michael Gere keeping us in the know on the issues at the state capitol in Pennsylvania and New York. Let's listen in.
0: UPenn's president, uh, a woman by the name of Liz McGill, was asked if calling for the genocide of the Jews would violate the school's code of conduct.
6: I just can't imagine a context, which would be appropriate to call for the genocide of a people, and then to imply that it's free speech until it's an action, which the action would then be genocide. Uh, It's unbelievable. I commend Representative Stefanik for crystallizing the situation. Freeze it, frame it, and show the American people what this really is.
0: Yeah, it depends on the context. Uh, When you're talking about the elimination of an entire race of people, it depends on the context, uh, whether or not that violates the code of conduct at UPenn. Michael, your reaction?
2: It's just incredible, Congresswoman's questioning of those uh, three college presidents, and to see them unable to answer her simple yes or no question is this wrong? They could not answer that, and it was appalling to see. And parents should now look very closely at whether they would send their children to a place like University of Pennsylvania.
0: There was a court ruling last month on undated ballots, since mail-in voting is the name of the game now. This is an issue all of a sudden. What was that ruling, do you agree with that ruling, and how might that impact next year's election in Pennsylvania? Well, f- first of all, that ruling by an Obama-appointed
2: and then Trump-reappointed federal district judge in western Pennsylvania is causing issues even in this year's election. That judge ruled, contrary to the clear guidance of the law, that ballots without dates on the envelope still must be counted. A ruling like this is yet another example of how mail-in voting has upset the apple cart as far as how elections are done in Pennsylvania, and in my view, it doesn't, inspire confidence in how things will go in 2024.
0: All right. And speaking of genies being out of the bottle, uh, Marijuana Incorporated is here in New York. And Jason, it's interesting to watch how towns and villages adopt these cannabis consumption laws because the city of Corning has voted to adopt the state guidelines rather than the more restrictive local zoning rules. Why aren't these uniform standards?
6: Well, one, there is local control. And so we do believe in local control. Unfortunately, when it comes to cannabis, or recreational weed, it is out of control in many places across the state. The state is offering guidelines. They are very lax. But there are folks that are supporting those recommendations because they want to see the sales of this cannabis in their localities. That is problematic. I was just driving home the other night, and I was noticing how even in little rural towns, you're seeing these neon green leaf signs in the hmm. windows. It's just everywhere now. And I am very concerned how it's desensitizing our youth to drug use.
0: Well, Jason, Governor Hochul not giving up on her plan to construct 800,000 new affordable homes in the Empire State. She announced that she's going to do this through executive action next year. Your concerns about what she means by that?
6: Yeah, it's an interesting process because at first the governor said she was not going to be engaging in this next year. And I think that's because it was an election year for the legislature. And so the legislature does not want to be on record taking these actions that many voters, even the Democratic Party and many independents oppose. Getting back to a previous story, we talked about local control. This is local control of your localities. Hmm. And so now for the governor to take executive action in this manner, well, she's not up for re-election next year, but many state legislators are, so they're running scared and she's taking executive action.
0: Gotcha. Speaking of governors, Michael, uh, your governor, uh, been in office almost a year now. Want to give him a grade, a scale of A to F. What grade would you give him? What has been your greatest disappointment in the Shapiro administration? And is there anything about his administration that you would brag on a year later?
2: Well, I guess maybe a positive from my viewpoint is that his stumbles in his first year make him less likely to be a presidential nominee anytime soon, Uh, something that he desperately wishes for. But talking about those stumbles, even leaving aside his radical pro-abortion stance, which earned him an F in my book, vetoing the school choice initiative he campaigned on, that's a black eye, his big payout over sexual harassment allegations of one of his top staff members, yet another black eye. Those are many of the factors that would give him a bad grade, even for those who are not. Not in the pro-family realm like me, uh, which would rate him, again, an F because of his pro-abortion stance.
4: Capital Connection comes your way every Friday during the 5 o'clock report or online anytime at familylife.org slash newspodcast. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti.
3: Stocks are up to date, day the week. Markets have had an important job data week with job openings, ADP employment surveys, initial claims, and today's non-farm pay. Payrolls and unemployment rate data—all important information leading up to next week's FOMC meeting. Still, the jobs market looks strong after today's economic data, but had thoughts of softening from the earlier week's data. Nonfarm payrolls for November added 199,000 jobs, higher than the consensus and the prior report. The unemployment rate decreased to 3.7 percent, versus the consensus and the prior report. Amazon is experimenting with a new type of Prime subscription for grocery delivery from Whole Foods and Amazon Fresh, offering Prime members in Denver, Sacramento, and Columbus a $9.99 per month unlimited grocery delivery for orders of $35 or more. The S&P 500 sector gains coming from energy and IT, losses from consumer staples and real estate, crude oil closing above $71 a barrel. The Dow gaining 130 points, the Nasdaq added 63 and the S&P 500 was up 18. Faithward Advisors, formerly known as Ambassador Advisors, is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. You won't go wrong if you build
1: on the rock. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. The start of a year is an excellent time to reflect on what Jesus said about weathering the storms of life. In the Sermon on the Mount, he said the foolish person is the one who disregards his teaching. That's like building a house on sand. When a storm comes, the house will collapse. But the wise person listens to what Jesus says and puts it into practice. When storms come, and they will, that person's house will stand. You know, much of what Jesus had to say was about money and possessions. This year, resolve to take his words to heart and put them into practice. Then when the storms of life rage and the winds blow, you'll stand firm. Connect with a certified kingdom advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com.
4: Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the bear that was taking out everybody's outdoor Christmas decorations. We'll tell you the crazy story after one last look at weather.
5: Here is your family life regional weather forecast. Mild weather is ahead this weekend. It'll be partly cloudy tonight and fairly comfortable for this time of the year. Low temps, 30s and low 40s. Mostly cloudy, mild on Saturday, a little breezy. High temperatures into the 50s. Rain will arrive in areas near Lake Erie Saturday night. We'll have periods of rain on Sunday across the area with highs in the 50s. Temperatures dropping later in the day, and that rain turns to snow Sunday night. And It could be enough snow to cause some travel issues Sunday night, especially across central New York and northeast Pennsylvania.
4: but we'll take those 50s. Finally, at five, it wasn't a criminal that destroyed three Christmas yard decorations in Florida. Well, it wasn't a human criminal. A ring camera showed a black bear that decided he just didn't like the decor. The first was a deer lit in lights that he decked and knocked to the ground. The second, he tripped over and unplugged and then fist punched it, and the third he lay down on. The family caught the entire ordeal on a ring camera while they were safely inside. Here's the dad. It's like they're all there. Next nice thing you know, camera turns on, bear comes right on in and just walks up and just paws it down. Not cool, bear. He says bears are on their property nightly, but they're not usually WWE knocking their yard decorations down like an angry cat. Not even scared. He was like, I look like he like put his paw on the deer just to test it out, and was like, Yeah, no, down, and then just <laughs> I mean,
2: it's just comical, just comical. You're a mean one. Mr.
4: Grinch. They put the deer back out there again tonight with stronger stakes to outwit the bear that doesn't do Christmas decorations in Florida. And that is The World That We Live In for Friday, the 8th of December. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.